Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm expecting, you know, first and foremost, a tough team, a uh, tough team. And I think after that, it really gets into uh, smart players. But you don't have to be a genius, but you have to be smart enough and really uh, explosive players and guys that really play for one another. Uh, we want to check our egos. Oh, hold on. We, <laughs> we, you know, this is, you know, even from a coaching staff, uh, you know, I say it's an ego-free zone. And once we get the coaches on that same page, you hope that the players will, will follow suit and go out there and play for one another. Hang on, hang on. I'm trying to rip Bill over here. Give me a second. I want to I make sure I jab that dagger nice and deep. Quite, you. Strut Mayo earlier today. You heard it live on Jones and Mego with Arcan here on WEEI. Final hour of the program. As we take you up until 6 o'clock with all your phone calls, 617-779-7937. Ego free. Not just our players, but on the coaching staff. Shot at Bill, right? Yes, absolutely. I think a lot of things that he said in this earlier presser were maybe not intended as direct shots to Bill, but the message was, I'm doing stuff differently here because what we were doing before wasn't working. Okay. Do you agree with that, Arkan? Do you think it was, like, inadvertent, or do you think these are, because they align very well with what Kraft said a month or so ago, Mm -hmm. longer than that, when he stabbed Bill in the back, and apparently what he's saying on some of these Dynasty episodes I've only seen the first two, but get ready for him to really trample on Bill's corpse coming up in some of these episodes. So, like, I don't know. Should we give Gerard Mayo the benefit of the doubt that these are accidental slip-ups or are these, like, organizational marching orders to just stab Bill Belichick in the back? Well, I think I think it's part of, partially that, and I think it's partially also Mayo trying to establish himself as an individual and sort of this is who I am and this is what I'm about and emphasize be, the differences right, and emphasize and, those differences yeah. and I don't think that's the the terrible crime or anything and I don't even necessarily think that's throwing Bill under the bus that's just sort of trying to plant your own flag like I get that he's still very early on in the process this is one of the few times we've heard him you know speak like this and uh, since he's become the head coach anyway and I just think it's it's a little bit of that but you can't you can't do that without you can't uh, emphasize the differences 
without sort of sounding that way. You so know? you it's think it's kind of inadvertent? Kind of, yeah. I don't think it's necessarily like no, you, Bill sucks. It's just here's me. This is what I. Yeah, am. you don't even think he's ripping him. You just think he's trying to build himself up, and by by uh, a result of that, you wind up ripping Bill. In some of that, in th- th- some of that, yes, the ego stuff. I mean. You can read that one way or the other. I read that as more of a shot at Bill in the uh, small room, I think, too. You know, I mean, those are for sure so direct let's, shots. Let's get to the coaching staff answer coming up, but quickly, one text, 37937. Uh, Mega would crush guts. She'd get the crag. I've talked about this before, right? I used to practice in my front yard the spill your guts portion that they did on that show where they'd like, like the interview, interview the kid and they're in front of their house and they'd be like, my name's Megan Adelini. I'm from Laytonsville, Maryland. I like playing basketball and riding horses. So what was your nickname? Just Mego? Was it still Mego at that point in time? Um, I don't think you needed a nickname. Oh, yes, you did. On Definitely. Guts? Yeah, I don't know. If but you I like... always wanted to do the global Guts where at the end you get to run with your flag because yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like really into the Olympics. Yeah. So I had just seen Mighty Ducks too and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. take that gunner stall. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like I would kill it on guts now. <laughs> like, Did you also like, grow up thinking yeah. Iceland was like pretty evil? Yeah, because of that movie. Yeah, exactly. Huh? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. How did they choose that? I don't <laughs> like know. We're gonna make the Icelandic people. Yeah, you know who's real you know villainous. Who's, you know who's just the worst? Those Scandinavians. Because <laughs> they're so awful. They're not having you a random nickname. I don't quite remember how that worked, but everybody I had think a nickname. You would actually be really good at Legends of the Hidden Ooh, Temple. Legends. Which every time I watched it, because I had such bad ADHD, the part where they'd go through and then you go to this room and then you go to the chamber of this yeah. and then you pull I was like, nobody can remember all these things. <laughs> It's impossible. He's going to screw it up. Do you think you got to pick if you wanted to be like the uh, the blue iguanas? Or I don't remember. The green iguanas probably. The blue barracudas. Do you think you got to pick or do you think you just... Was that like a draft? I think you just got the silver you got snakes. A si- you just got assigned. Yeah, silver yeah. snakes, orange monkeys. You just, yeah, you got stuck with it. Red. That like stone face assigned it to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Al- Almac? Is that his name? Is that it? Yeah. Almac? Melmac? Not Melmac. It wasn't Melmac. Almac? Omac. Oh, no, that was the guy. He was Omac or something. I don't know. Red Fortunes. I, I'm happy you said Olmec. that, though. Olmac. Olmac. Okay. Oh, it's not I think I'd be good at Legends, too. Less so at Guts. Unless It'd be it was way that... easier to pick out these Nickel... What, what, what are we Nickelodeon shows? What would we put um, Arcand on? The video game one. What was that one called again? Oh, Nick yeah. Arcade. Nick Arcade. Nick Arcade. That's kind of like I'd a I'd do show. well at Double Dare, too. Now you're going on Double Dare. <laughs> Picking that big nose, so I'd nail that. That's true. What are we talking about? Okay, we've been sidetracked. Uh, let, let's get back to uh, Gerard Mayo. Uh, here's another shot at Bill Belichick. Uh, his large coaching staff. Uh, we're now we're measuring coaching staffs. Is now what we're doing. Coupled with the ones that are coming back, it seems like a fairly large staff. What makes you think hey. this number is the best? Yeah, you know, one thing we we wanted to make sure of is that we weren't duplicating roles, and so for for us, we were thinking about what value what value does this role uh, bring to the team. Now, for historically, we've always had small staffs, and I mean, it's hard to get things done that way in today's NFL. We weren't really thinking about you know the size. We weren't thinking. We were just thinking about how can we make this staff as good as it can be. Now, look honestly, uh, after talking to a lot of coaches. Your first year coaching, like you hope you put together the best staff, but realistically, I mean, it's a process. Okay, so what does that mean? 
I, I forgot he said that in real time. I wrote that in my notes. I was looking at them. What does that mean? It's like, ah, you know, hey, we're ideally we're hiring the best coaching staff, but really it's a process. Okay, so one, it tells me they struck out on their first choices. This is what I think. Mm-hmm. So they didn't get exactly who they wanted. And two, he's like, it's a process. It's going to take a couple seasons. I'm going to be here leading the charge for a couple seasons. So, right, I forgot. Right, so we discussed this earlier. It's the first time I've heard it since we aired the press conference live, but we discussed this earlier, some of our takeaways, and that's exactly what you said. You think he he feels like he has some job security based on I that. do think so. Interesting. I, I just heard or it as... Or at least that's been communicated to him right now. Yeah, I just heard it as, well, Ben McAdoo is free and Alex Van Pelt is here and, like, if they suck, we'll fire him and we'll bring in somebody else. That's what I heard it as. He wouldn't commit, by the way, to Troy Brown remaining on staff. He called that situation fluid. He said, yeah, he's on the staff now, but that situation remains fluid. Didn't answer questions on Robin Glazer. Uh, was very expansive on Dante Hightower. So those are some of the takeaways from Gerard Mayo, who, again, I, I'm with you, Arkan. That feels like a shot at Bill. Like, oh, in today's NFL... You can't have a small coaching staff. You need a lot of people on staff. Yeah, and he was part of that small coaching staff. So for him to say it that way is, you know, I was on the inside of this, and I don't think it, by the end of it it was really working out anymore. And also, you know, not for nothing, but I was there competing with the coach's kid for the coordinator title that neither of us even ever got. Like, you know, like that whole thing. Like, I can see that being something that maybe he's not resentful of, but, you know, sort of creeps into what he said. These like, public statements about, you know, how I'm different from Bill Belichick. Let me hear. Uh, Even though Al- he did hire his brother. No, he did. He's uh, <laughs> right. It's another more nepotism on staff. Let me hear Alex Van Pelt. I read this uh, tweet earlier. I haven't even heard this answer yet on uh, well the possibility of Mac Jones uh, remaining on staff. Uh, you mentioned on the team. that you had a chance to meet Mac Jones. Can you envision him being this team's starter next season? Right. You know, really, right now, everything is on the table. Um, as we go through this process, we're really this last couple weeks, ten days, have just been diving into who we are. Uh, trying to evaluate our guys, um, you know, a lot of people in this situation on staffs that have been here, they're doing free agency. Well, we're doing our guys as they are free agents. So we're trying to understand who we have here as well as looking at other players out there. But right now, everything is on the table and we're just still working through that process. When that time comes, I'm sure we'll, it'll be a, you know, a collaborative effort and we'll make the right decisions. Okay, that doesn't bother me that much hearing it. That doesn't bother you? No. Do you, do you think, think that they? Do you think that they have a plan? Do you think there's a vision oh, for this? Oh no, no, no. I'm sorry. No, my answer to that is no. But I don't think that's not quite the smoking gun on Mac Jones. I was fearful that it was. He's like he didn't. He just doesn't want to say he's gone, and we're trading him for a day three pick. And it's not my place to say that. Is how I read that. That's right. Not, he's saying everything's on the table. Right. Here's my concern, and it may just be where they are in the process that they're not going to tell everyone, and they're not going to telegraph everything, and they're going to see what quarterback they get. I just haven't gotten any information. And this was what you criticized last time we heard from Van Pelt. No information on what the offense is going to look like. I haven't heard the full thing, but the the tweets I saw and a couple of the clips I've heard, I I agree. The most we've gotten is kind of like Cleveland, maybe kind of like the Stefanski show. And that's it. That's all we've really gotten. There will be a quarterback there. He didn't even fully commit to calling plays. If we're looking at this like Dave from Arlington... There will be professional football players on the field. That's true. And one of them will throw the ball. Could you look at it a little bit more positive? It's a professional football team out there, okay? There's only 32 of them. Uh, 617-779-7937. They will have a professional football team roster this year. Quote, unquote. Uh, It's a warm weather, protracted season. Every single game is in itself uh, a reality. That's the reality of baseball. Let's go to our buddy John in the car. Go ahead, John. Oh my God! The red, the Red Soxification of the New England Patriots is unbelievable. Like Gerard Mayo 
said a lot of words today, and I don't know what he said. Like, he literally said nothing, but but they have a cocktail party in, like, 15 minutes where they're going to rub shoulders and, like, ham it up with, uh, with the beat writers so everybody's going to be happy because they're going to be nice to each other. Like, what is going on in, at one Patriots place? Well, well, wait a second. Hold on. We, at least we have an offensive coordinator who is – you're right, Mego, is maybe going to use the offense from Cleveland that Stefanski put together, which he didn't call any plays for. Like, nobody wants to answer any questions. Wait, you know what? Like, Robin Glazer maybe was there. You know, maybe she was in there telling them who to get. Like, I, is anybody going to answer anything? No, it, no. The answer is no. And so he's right. What I think this was today was just – uh, how did you put it? Uh, trying to curry favor, trying get, to get flat, flattering, flattering coverage. coverage. Yeah, that's, that's all this was. This was to get flattering coverage. Like, hey, guys, come out, cocktail party, soiree. We're gonna charm you. That's what this was. And and Mayo's charming. I mean, Bill, I would never call charming. At least with the media, like maybe you know the Dante Scarnecchia. Uh, Patriots Hall of Fame and stuff like that. First he couple of years, he was much more affable, well, though, as we saw in the in the thing. He totally didn't really fair. start like that until he started winning. Totally so, fair. You know, you start winning, then you can act that way. Late career Bill was not charming, and so it's jarring to hear Mayo just be up there and like joke joking around. But like, okay, I get it. He's he is a nicer person, and again, he he's more charming and easier to deal with than Bill. Okay, but now what? Like now, what's the substance of what we're talking about? And I still feel like there wasn't a lot of that today. I would agree with John on that. 617-779-7937. Arkham with all the latest here in Trending. What's coming up in Meg's planning, Mego? What's coming up is, I know this is an issue that the morning show tackles a lot, but one of the ma- one of the biggest employers in Boston is asking people to cut back the remote work. We're going to dig into the pros and cons of that. Okay. Well, I think I'm Hot on the, button without hearing issue it, for Arcan. I think I'm on their side, but okay. That's right after trending with Arcan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Follow the show on Twitter at Jones and Mego. Maybe you can DM me on Twitter. Don't be creepy. Don't be creepy. Uh, this is Jones and Mego on WEEI. 
here to run the same offense that Kevin Stefanski ran in Cleveland? Uh, I would say same, similar. I'd say there's a lot of similarities. Um, again, it's those pieces of that puzzle. What what's available, and how can we make those guys successful? But there'll there'll be similarities. Um, you know, I've taken pieces of a lot of different offenses uh, over my time, and um, you know, kind of melded those together in what's best for us at that time. Let me tell you, I hate that answer now that I've heard the full thing. I only saw tweets before. But it's like, okay, we're going to be similar to the Cleveland Browns offense with Kevin Stefanski. Not exactly the same. But I'm taking all the pieces from the other offenses I've been involved with. Which I guess would probably start with the Frankfurt Galaxy in 2005. Followed by the Buffalo Bills where he had a dismal season as offensive coordinator in 2009. He was the Bucks quarterback's coach. He was with the Packers where he never called any plays. He was with the Bengals before they got Joe Burrow, the Cleveland Browns, and now here. So, like, do you like any of those offenses? Maybe you want to give him Aaron Rodgers, but by the time he got to Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers had already won a Super Bowl. <laughs> like, I feel like Aaron Rodgers was already established. Mike McCarthy was already there. Like, maybe he picked up a few things, but, like, I don't want to give him too much credit for, like, how the Packers' offense looks. And I feel like we're going back to when he was hired in the first place. But, like, I have all these great ideas and all these different offenses. I don't don't really like any of the offenses you were in other than when you just happened to work with one of the all-time greats with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. And something tells me that wasn't about the offense. That was about the quarterback. Yes, but he does have a heavy hand in the quarterback, it seems like. Like, that's what his specialty is, is at times seeming to be something like a glorified quarterback's coach if you go through his entire resume. Right, but who were those quarterbacks? Like, they, they typically weren't good. It was like Andy Dalton and Josh Freeman and four quarterbacks last year in Cleveland. Who was the Bills quarterback in 2009? I'm actually looking that up now. I don't know, but at least he'll look back. What, was that Fitzpatrick? Trent Edwards, maybe? No, I think it was oh. before Fitzpatrick. Edwards is a good guess. Hang on. 2009 Buffalo Bills looks like it. Oh, it was Fitzpatrick. Ah. That's what I thought. Touche, Mego. Thank you. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick started eight games that year. Trent Edwards started seven, so you're both right. But hey. Fitzpatrick was the uh, primary starter that year. At least uh, started High five, Arkan. Good job, both of you. Everybody gets a trophy. Yay. Uh, I did not guess Brian Brom, but he also started a game. There'll be similarities. Come so, on. Like, that offense you stinks. You guys pick on everybody. That offense stinks. Nuclear. Yeah, it's pronounced nuclear. So, of course, <laughs> Mego's, of course, going to defend the mispronunciations there. I don't know there. what you're talking about. Yeah. Um... But like, I, if if these are just a, an amalgamation or whatever word he used of all those offenses, I don't I don't like it. I mean, it doesn't thrill me. I, I it, it sounds just... like a non-answer. It sounds like he's avoiding the answer. Like, what's the offense going to be? Oh, it's going to be a combination of a bunch of different offenses, similar but not exactly like what they did in Cleveland. And it's like it just sounds like you're not answering it because you don't know. Like you said this earlier, Mego. You're like, does it sound like they have a plan? No, it doesn't sound like they have a plan with who their quarterback is or what they're going to run on offense. I would like maybe it's just too close to full throttle and maybe Gerard Mayo was told like, hey, that burn some cash comment. Let's rein it back in. Let's be a little blander. We're going to be very available to the media, but let's just be kind of boring because then, you know, they'll be on our side and they also won't have crazy things to go off of, like burn a lot of cash. So maybe maybe there is a vision there. I just don't hear anything that communicates it to me. Even when he's talking about the quarterback. And he's like, yeah, I want somebody who's a leader, and they're tough, and they're smart, 
And then also they're accurate. Yeah, he finally gets around to their physical maker. I'm like, yeah. can we talk? How about a football player? Like, can we talk about some attributes of a freaking quarterback? Like, I want a big arm. I want somebody who can make their own plays. I want somebody who's going to be able to stand back there and take a hit behind this crappy offensive line we're probably going to roll out. Like, give me something. Yeah, I don't need them to also like say who they're picking or like anything like that. You don't have to. You don't have to show all your cards right. here. But there's going to be. It's going to be tough to know if they're being coy about it or if they're trying to. You know, if there's really like a bunch of different people with right. different ideas who can't come to Cause, an agreement. Because I bet you're going to get a lot of fans who say, oh, well, they don't have a quarterback yet. So, of course, they're, they're going to they're gonna tailor the offense to their players. And don't, isn't that what a good coach does? Well, I guess. But do, do you believe in anything? Do you have conviction in anything? And when he answered that to Patriots.com or their social media or whatever it was, he said, yeah, we're going to run the ball. And running wins championships. And then he's like, oh, yeah, and a quarterback will be a part of it too. And, like, I hate that. And at least he didn't say anything like that that I heard other than reference the Cleveland offense here today. Uh, let's get back to your phone calls before we get to Meg explaining, which we do each and every day at 530. It's about five minutes away. Anthony is in New Hampshire. Go ahead, Anthony. Hey, how's it going? We're doing well. So I, I don't want to say I'm like, you know, hype about the season, but there's a few things that I do find exciting about the Red Sox season. And what I would say is, you know, the young young players that we have, like Vaughn Grissom, Cassis, some more Bayo, you know what I mean? I, I, we have a healthy story, which is nice. I think there's some positives to look at in the season. Um, you know, I'm not going to say it's a World Series run by any means, but I think there's, I think there's definitely things to get excited about for the season. Okay. Uh, he reminds me by just referencing Vaughn Grissom. You're smirking, Mego. That doesn't sound like much to get excited about. Not to me. Yeah, I would agree. Not when you look around at your division. No. So, look, they're not going to be good. There's no real – 86% of people agree they're not worth investing their time in. Okay? That's, a, that's an official scientific study, John Henry. Uh, conducted by the Jones and Mego program. You can vote at Jones and Mego. It just reminds me of something Tomasi wrote today. He emptied out his Red Sox notebook. Uh, tell me if this is it, it, somewhat intriguing. I'm not saying it's a reason to like invest your whole summer. Grissom is a 300 hitter waiting to happen. And if he can field his position, and if, the Red Sox will be able to say they got something for Chris Sale. Yay. <laughs> is that not enough? Not really, no. Let's go Red Sox. It okay. is like that. I was uh, three hundred hitter waiting to happen. Kind of sounded nice. I kind of, I kind of like the sound of that. You, you guys don't like be that. A, a worse second baseman than the nine guys you trotted out last. <laughs> you guys season. don't like that. I mean, look, if I'm, he can, what was the exact verbiage he used? If, if he, he can, can field, field this position, his position. Okay. the Red Sox will be able so, to say they got something for Chris Sale. That's where we're. That's where the bar's at. Yeah. If he can be out yes. there, perhaps they can claim some kind of return. Yeah. I'm not, it's about, I mean, that's that's selling me about as much as anything else Yay! I've heard. Yay! Yay! Let's all go to game on! Let's go Red Sox! Let's, Let's go Red Sox! I'm, I'm with Werner. I'm with Werner on this. I'm, I'm kind of excited about Von Grissom now. Uh, Steve is in Northboro. Go ahead, Steve. Go Red Sox. Hey. It's uh, Steve from Causeway. Um, oh. Hey, Steve. Hey, real What's quick? up, Steve? Hey uh, can I just say why? Hey, can, can we? Can you start introducing yourself on the phone to Steve from Causeway? Because every time you call in, I go Steve in Northboro, and you go Steve from Causeway, and I go, "All oh, right." So let's let's just yeah, just uh, just do that next time. But okay, go ahead, Steve. All right, moving forward, I'll, I'll get it right. Uh, real quick, do you remember Mo from Global Guts with like the the oh, referee? Do I remember Mo? Do I remember I wanted Mo. to be Mo. Oh, I wanted yeah. to be with Mo. I yeah, <laughs> boys wanted to be with Mo. Girls wanted to be her. Mo. And that little that little uh, referee's outfit. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, Steve. And I the accent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree with all that. Um, well, why I call real quick? Like, what do you think uh, Mayo's like ceiling is 
Like, he's, he's obviously young. He's got a lot to learn, but he's got a great football background. Like, can he be a Super Bowl-winning coach? Can he get close? Like, just I, I know you don't have a lot to go on, but, like, if you had to just guess or project, like, what do you guys think? Uh, I mean, what to go on would be that there has been, and people will point this out because it's a retort to I want somebody on offense is, well, look at D'Amico Ryan's last year and look at some of these young defensive coaches in the league and how they've succeeded. And there has been a few examples of that. Antonio Pierce had a nice little run there. Good one. Vegas last year. You know, and like the ex-player trend. And so, look, there that profile of player has been successful. I keep harping on Houston, so I can't ignore the D'Amico Ryan's example. But where did D'Amico Ryan's come from? Kyle Shanahan. And, like, I'm out on the Kyle Shanahan tree now after the Super Bowl, but, like... Are you still out on that? Yes. But, like, Kyle Shanahan's tree, I would rather draw from than Bill's. You doesn't are mean, committed to Doesn't mean case. I want the Shanahan. I, I'm out on him. I'm out on the Shanahan tree now. McVeigh and Reed, that's it. That's I'll all say I want. this. Like, uh, okay, it, it all comes down to the quarterback. What is his ceiling? I don't know. But if you if you get a bad quarterback, in the words of one Rob Gronkowski... Well, then I think the ceiling is, is close. That's my evaluation. Okay, that's where we're at. Uh, David is in the car. Epic, man. David's Uh, in the car. Go ahead, David. uh, Good evening, guys. So here's my whole thing. Uh, This is a joke. This organization, the Patriots, the coaching staff. I was going to say, which team are we talking about? I don't even know which team. Is it the Red Sox or the Patriots? I didn't even know. Go ahead. I'm sorry, the Patriots. It, It is such a joke. I mean, if we thought we had a bad for the past four years, we are in for such a rude awakening. My God, are we in for a rude awakening. Yeah, I this thing today is kind of nonsense. Like making the coaches available, fine. I'm on I'm on board with, on board with that. This little like rub elbows, let's throw like a soiree after the fact. I don't. That's that's amateur hour. That's Mickey Mouse. That's little league. Is Why what does that, that is. bother you? Because they're just trying to curry favor. Yeah, and it's so blatant. And it's not on the record. And that's like what like I would think the Orlando Magic do. You know, well, like, that's who you are right now. No, I understand, but that's so. Just that's why I call it Mickey Mouse, literally in their case, and Little League. I mean, you're just a Little League Mickey Mouse franchise, currying favor, begging for flattering coverage from the media. Wouldn't it bother me so much if they were more forthcoming? If Mayo in particular was a little more forthcoming and answered questions a little bit more thoroughly, you know, like I'd, I'd be able to sort of like put that to the side if I thought that he wasn't just sort of BSing up there. And there was a lot of BSing today. Good. Uh, Good uh, Google image there. You drop in of uh, Mo in case you forgot. That's uh, that's right there in the Slack channel, which I appreciate. I don't, I don't know if we can get that up on Twitch. Uh, she looks like my cousin. <laughs> yeah, she really does. I mean, you know, it's not quite what I remembered her looking like. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Just we'll ruin your childhood. Well, <laughs> well, we'll get back into that. I'm sure. I know this from experience. The screenshots, like the freeze frames of you talking on air. Are usually not flat. Yeah, you're so defensive of like uh, Raffi yesterday and things like this. Uh, but okay, we have Meg explaining with Megan Donnellini right now. Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight-year-old? Do you need it broken down? It's so dumb. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? Well, lucky for you. I don't know how else to talk about it. Shut up, Meg. It's time for... Now I let you know! Meg explaining. Meg explaining. This is an issue that we have scratched the surface of before. I believe that the morning show has gone in on this issue from both sides uh, many times. Hey, it's, it's Greg. The issue of remote work. And I bring this up because according to the Boston Globe, uh, one of Boston's biggest employers, Fidelity, uh, in, in September, they're going to start 
asking, quote, most associates to return to the office for two weeks out of every four weeks. So right now, <laughs> what they require That's is so out pathetic. of every four-week block, I'm, yeah. let's just say a month, uh-huh. you have to be in the office yeah. for one week. The rest up. of the time, you can be remote. you got to show up half the time now. Their Boston office I have, employs... I have many, by the way, I have many friends who work at Fidelity, and I would say this too, like, oh, no, you gotta you got to show up half the time now instead of a quarter of the time. That's tough. So the Boston office employees are just under 6,000 people. Um, And here's just a little bit more context to this that was in the article that I found interesting. Um, A survey released last month from research and consulting firm Gartner found that three specific types of employees are more likely to leave their companies when opportunities to work from home decrease. Do you want to hear what the three types are? Yeah. Arcand, and then what are the other two? High-performing employees. Uh-huh. Arcand. Millennials. Yep, Arcand. And women. Oh. Yeah. Guys, okay. this is three me. Three. <laughs> yeah. I'm a high-performing millennial woman. <laughs> sure. You're definitely You're a millennial at risk. woman. <laughs> <laughs> We're at risk of losing you. Um, without, so, without more remote, no, no, remote, no, 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 no. remote work? No, 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 no. For our jobs, I much prefer to be in person. Here's a little bit more information. 88% of employers in 2023 expected workers to spend sometime in a physical office during the week, up from 69% in 2022. Uh, Gallup found last year that working in person for two or three days a week, quote, resulted in the best outcomes for employee engagement. This surprised me. While outcomes were worse for those who were forced to work in person five days a week. Mm. So if you ask someone to come in three days a week, they're going to be overall more productive than if you force them to come in five days a week. Yeah, How about that? I reject it. I reject it for us, certainly, because what we do, I think, really suffers when someone's remote. I would say the same thing about any broadcasting form. If it's TV, I also would just question, it's much harder. I've done both ways. It's much, much harder when you're remote. I also would question the process. It's like, you know, <laughs> what, what are, what are the, what's your definition of productive? Because, you know, uh, if I need you on an email and I need you right now, can I get you when you're at home? Like, yeah, can you I, have a phone. Okay, I understand. Oh, what are you doing uh, while you're at home? Like, are you sitting there attentive to work? Is that your is that your experience with friends of yours when they work from home? They're Look, more I've engaged. Worked from home before. Okay, are they more engaged or less engaged when they're at home? Um, less. it's hard to say because I don't know how engaged they are it's in the le- office. It's less, Mego. It's Look, less. There's certain. Th- this was to me a so big thing. So how are you thing. more? How are you more productive if you're less engaged? I, I just I reject that, and I'd be curious. To me, it's definition. not even about like being engaged. It's all based on the job to me. Yeah. But I'll say this: when I was a reporter, I was a significantly better reporter in the newsroom than I was if I was working remotely from yeah, home. Of course. Because you know why? Because when in you're the newsroom, I'm looking around and I'm like, that guy's on the phone. He's got a story. That that lady, she's running out to a fire. Yeah. She's got a byline. Well, what am I doing? I'm just sitting here like yeah. sucking my thumb. Yeah, and when like, you're I at home, get you're like, going. oh, let me grab a snack. Oh, what did I DVR? Oh, the dog needs a walk. Like all this nonsense. And so it's like, look, I have a solution for you. Instead of working remote, uh, could we go? Uh, we should work forty hour work weeks. I have zero problem with that. Could uh, in most jobs, we should be five days a week. But could, like, could people crunch their time in four days a week? Don't even bother with your your fifth day remote. Crunch it into four days a week and work four ten hour days. Something like that. I'd be okay with something like that. Wouldn't that be really hard for childcare? Maybe it's a couple like you, extra. It's a couple extra hours, but then the whole childcare system. Yeah, yes and no. I mean, then you have a whole day off to to be at home with your kid. And so, to me, 
I just I can't buy that. I, I'd want to know more about what their definition of uh, productivity is, is what I would want to say. Again, I think that this varies a lot. Me yeah. and Ryan largely agree on this, though. Ryan, you don't like the four-day work week. I can't work from home. No, no, You're I'm asking not, the wrong no, no, person. We, I also no, don't care we, to work from I home. I have to come in. We should work. Five, I'm not talking about hard. This is not some plea to only work four-day work weeks. If I did, I would have taken Monday off like the rest of the station. But I'm here. I'm fine with working five days a week in this industry. But I'm saying in general, if people are like, I'm in the office too much, fine. Then still work your 40 hours, but show up four days a week. You should be showing up to your job. That's that's all I, I agree. Look, I four days, five days. If, I don't understand like when the 40 hour work week became this this big, you know, uh, point of contention like it's not that much time and oh by the way like we're actually working more than 40 hours okay it's, so it's this is like the other showing thing. up and turning microphones on and leaving like a lot of crap goes into what we do on a day-to-day it's like, basis do you, I, I guess to me sometimes it's like based on your career you're gonna be working all the time i mean not literally working all the time but i consider what we do and if you're in a lot of other things like i imagine if you're an attorney on retainer you're going to be available a lot of the time it's like just because you work a 40-hour work week or whatever doesn't mean that suddenly you're unavailable on a saturday or you're unavailable when it's technically a time when you consider yourself not on the clock if you're reaching a certain level in your career the remote work thing is is just like not even uh, the biggest issue. It's that you're asked to be there all the time and available all the time. And you can choose whether or not you want to participate in that. But if you choose not to participate in that, you're probably not going to get very far in your career. Uh, I noticed Mr. Work From Home over here is very silent on this. He topic. really is. Yeah, because you guys are just blowing off the study and saying you don't buy it. So, like, what the hell difference does it make? If you don't buy the study, then what difference does it make what I say? What happened here and the uncomfortable truth that none of you want to face is that during COVID, everybody had to work from home. Home, and then when it started to uh, let up and people uh, came back and a lot of people didn't, it didn't yeah. change anything. Nothing changed at all. Wow. Nothing, really changed. Changed. nothing changed. It really didn't. Yeah. For no, a lot of these, for no Fidelity, bus- nothing changed. No business Fidelity, closed, nothing right. Cha- yeah, right. <laughs> Restaurants and stuff like that. I'm talking about jobs where you can work from home. You can't work from home at a restaurant. Like, that's the that's the point. And that's what you guys don't want to face. That's, that's the long and short Arcan, of it. Anecdotal. Many of these companies just kept on going and they were fine. Okay. And they found out they're working three out of five days was better than five out of five. Uh, except now I, they all they now, figure that me, out. Except now they want a, people back to work. Yeah, because they're losing I, money on the real estate. That's why. They all have these big real estate contracts for their offices. If except they're for the three for all five. The time. Fine, but the three for five is better than the five for five. No? If I was working, no, yeah, if I, I reject if it. If I was working in an office job, I would probably love being in the office three days a week and having two days when I'm remote. Yeah, me too, because those are pseudo days off. They're days days I don't have to work. They're days where I check my email twice and I check in a couple of times. It's a day off. There's also jobs where you have a lot of meetings on site somewhere or you have lunches or something like that. I don't know. These sound like fancy jobs. I don't really know what people's job titles mean. I haven't worked like very real jobs. But I know I have friends who do that. And if I have to go and spend like two hours on site at some boring company in a meeting, I probably don't want to have to like go into the office before that and after that for no specific reason. I agree. You think people are locked in in their pajamas at home on their couch the same way they are at work? Probably, yeah. I don't. Oh, yeah. No one ever zones out at work. Yeah. No one ever sits at their computer no, playing playing uh, games in their look, computer you're gonna, jerking around. That you're gonna never get, happens. You're going to get that no Ew. matter what. Oh, it's not, jerking around in the office? You're gonna no, get I that. do that when I work, work from home. <laughs> not on a work computer. You're going to get that no matter what. I mean, I'm not saying people are locked in 100% of the time, but they're more locked in at work than at home. Like, let's I, not, really, I really think it's job specific. 
I really think it's job. It does matter what job it is, obviously. Okay, but but in in general, office jobs, general office jobs, I don't think a whole lot changes when people aren't in the office. You keep saying a whole lot. Are they? Are you as locked in at home on your couch as you are in the office? Well, most of the time they're doing meetings where they have to be on Zoom and talking to people. So I mean, you know, yeah. Oh, I'm so like not in on a Zoom meeting the way that I would be in person. We had a company. We had a company wide meeting uh, a few weeks ago. Were you more locked in on that, or were you more locked in on some Zoom where you could pick your nose and walk around and no one knows if you're even watching? About the same. Yeah, it's not close. It's not close, whether you want to admit it or not. I don't even have to turn you know the what? camera on. Actually, <laughs> I, I'm here. I'm listening, but my guys, camera's not on. We had Please. remote Arcan like last week, and he said the San Francisco Giants executed a trade with the San Francisco Giants. That's true. I did do that. <laughs> I think we know there's a different level of things, locked in. I say things when I I'm mean, in this room, too. And is in so- baseball news, the San Francisco Giants have agreed to a three-year, $42 million deal with the San Francisco Giants. I mean, the man is the man is locked in when he's here, though, too. I mean, that is true. You can't sneak anything that is by. Not, I mean, that really is proof that it doesn't change much when I so work that, from home. That's Meg'splaining each and every day at this time here what on What did Jones. I rule on? And Mega Sometimes with Arcan. okay. I think you were more more than I expected on Ryan and uh, my side. There were certain scenarios. Yeah, you were more. I thought um, you would be more with Arcan on this one. I'm not really as down with the telehealth. That stuff freaks me out. Yeah, telehealth. How are you going to diagnose me over my cell phone? Yeah, no, let's have doctors work from home. I agree you with Arcan on that. You can't talk to me yeah. about it. I didn't miss a day. A day. Okay, Ryan. Neither did I. Okay, we're all heroes. Thank you. Let's have let's no, no let's have do, let's have doctors work from home. I agree. Doctors, doctors uh, did work from home. Yeah, I know, and it was. Yeah, how, how do you think the healthcare went? So I just, you know, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't subscribe to it. And That's I want to. I'm going to read more on this study. I'm going to read up on this study. I'll get back to you uh, after my vacation on Friday. 617-779-7937. We have Bet Roulette. Picks for tonight next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Jones and Mega on WEEI. WEEI. Who do you think is the best player in the NBA right now? Uh, myself. Is that, have you always had that kind of confidence? Because I don't, I asked you that question a year ago and you said it was Giannis. So what's given you that confidence? I got a lot of respect for a lot of guys in the league. Yeah. Giannis for sure. Um, Jokic, obviously he just won. MB, guys that won MVPs. Then uh, the list goes on. It's, the league is in a great place. Um, I think, you know, the things that I've been through, um, just through my career, things that I've accomplished, and yet, you know, I haven't got the ultimate championship. Uh, I truly do believe every time I step on the floor, I'm the best player. All right, now Tatum believes in himself. Apparently that wasn't the case last year. It's championship or bust for the Celtics this year, and... If Tatum really wants to be recognized as the best player in the league, he has to win, right? Yes. This is his window. Like, I got to be clear. I sent you guys some specifics with different players, and I know you guys have gone through this between the two of you. He's in his seventh year. Like, this is where his contemporaries win. Giannis won in his seventh year. 
Uh, not, I keep wanting to say Luca. These stupid boys. Uh, Jokic won in his eighth year. Yep. He's 25 going on 26. This is the time. Because I also, like, I don't want to jump ahead of myself. Tatum's good enough to have more than one. Sure. So start it up now. This is the perfect season for it. Yeah, and it's also not like you have Michael Jordan if, if blocking you and you can't get uh, out of the East because the Jordan's there or LeBron's there or something like that. You know, like that's been – I always talk about the Pacers. Like Reggie Miller wasn't an anti-clutch player. He's a clutch player, but he couldn't get past Jordan. Jason Tatum doesn't have one of those right now, and if he doesn't win it this year, there's going to be talk about how he's a choker. Yeah, and look. On this show. A lot. Yeah, <laughs> for sure on this show. But, like, you know, MJ took a while to win. LeBron took a while to win. Got it. Okay, great. You know, Duncan won right away. Kobe had Shaq, won right away. Bird won almost right away. Magic won right away. So there's plenty of guys who won a long time before Tatum, too. Like, 25 is not that young, to your point. And yeah, it's, it's kind of hard because it is a different era. Than what? Than then Magic and Bird. I know yeah. Kobe Kobe was his fourth year. Sure. So it's not like it was right away. It was younger, for sure. Well, it was definitely younger. And, I mean, what was he, 21 or 22? I mean, he was younger. And, I mean, you know, if you're going to cite Jordan, I don't see why we can't cite Bird and Magic. I don't mean you. I mean, people in general say, oh, well, it took well, Jordan a while like to Giannis break through. and Jokic. No, so those those two are, exactly are more this time frame. Those two are more recent. I mean, Duncan's Duncan is still a pretty contemporary player, I would say. And so, I mean, guys won by now. And so he can say he's young all he wants, but he's on the clock. And how much longer should we give him before we just say this is what you are? He's on the clock, and it's not a hybrid remote job. No, that's true. <laughs> he is uh, showing up to work. Uh, real quick, uh, I guess this is half and half showing up to work and half not. Ben Volan just tweeted out. Maybe others had this earlier and I missed it. For the first time since 2013, the Patriots are going to have someone giving a press conference at the NFL Combine. Oh. Elliot Wolf. Scheduled to take questions on Tuesday morning. Hmm. Well, Ger- someone's going. <laughs> Gerard Mayo not on the schedule, and this is what Arkan is talking about. He hinted today he may not be attending the Combine. He's following in Bill's footsteps. Uh, his exact answer, if I can get it for you, was still working through it. We'll talk about it after. I have ultimate faith in Elliot, which sounded like a no at the time. I like how he's adopted what you did. He's not calling him Wolf anymore. He's calling him Elliot. He's uh, I'm not I'm what? not gonna I'm not gonna screw around with that name. One more what? time. Yeah, there you go. Six well, he's seven. from Virginia, so it's very possible that he, he has the Wolf. same accent that I do. True. It's a great point. I know we're mid Atlanticers. Or what? maybe it's just a made up accent. If we ever hear him say it, we'll know. Did he say it today? What are you, you are you accusing me of putting on a fake accent? You didn't hear when he introduced himself. Hello, my name is Coach Drod Mayo. <laughs> Okay, he's not like full Maryland, but he's of the DMV. Maryland, Virginia. 617-779-7937. You can jump in line for Keith and Fitzy tonight. They come your way at 6 o'clock. Meantime, let's get to some picks for tonight and bet roulette. All right, I'm going to give you a choice. You can either have the money and the hammer, or you can walk out of here. You can't have both. You don't f*** around in this place. You got it? Boom, boom. That's it. Gambling. I tell you, I looked at the transcript quick. I don't think he said the word wolf. Pretty incriminating. Bet Roulette brought to you by Cars for Kids. Easy way to donate your car. You can donate today. Your car will be picked up tomorrow. Go to carsforkids.com or one eight seven seven cars for kids cars with a K and the number 4. I'm told we all missed last night. I oh, definitely did. A, a complete whiff. Mm. It's the second time in a row I've taken a team on the puck line and they've outright lost by multiple goals. <laughs> so that's not going well for me. Ryan, what did you tell me before the show? I haven't gotten a hockey pick right. In- uh, you have one correct hockey pick in two months. <laughs> and it was David Poster not Jeez. getting the time. Hockey goal. Jones. <laughs> 
Hockey Jones. That's, that's more of a playoff good. thing. That's more of a playoff thing, Hockey right. Jones. Uh, all right, Meg, why don't you uh, roll okay. for us here tonight? I got a four. A four. That is uh, college basketball action. couple of ranked Yay. teams. Uh, Alabama is going to be hosting the Florida Gators. Oh, yeah. Alabama ranked 13th. Florida ranked 24th. It is a 10.5-point spread in favor of Alabama. Mega, what do you say? That's a pretty big spread. It is. Uh, for two ranked teams. So I'm going to go with Florida plus 10. Okay. okay. Florida, keep it close. Uh, 10 and a half, yeah. Sorry, 10 and a half. That hook will even, get you. Even more of a reason. All right, Jones's roll is a two, and that's the Bruins and the Oilers late, late tonight. Yes. Uh, 10 o'clock puck drop. The over-under is six and a half, Jones. Okay. Now, some would say, Jones, you haven't gotten a hockey pick <laughs> right in forever. However, what was my last correct one again, Ryan? It was uh, David Posh. The Bruins! It was the Bruins is how I choose to phrase that. So you should always listen to Hockey Jones on the Bruins, okay? Look, my league expertise, not as strong. But on the Bruins, Ryan just told you I never miss. So I will take the over on six and a half goals is what I'll be taking tonight. Bruins and Oilers, you said? Oilers, yes. Should be a good one. Plus money. Over six and a half plus plus money. Plus money. It's nice and juicy for you. All right. Let's go with that. Here we go. Uh, Arkan. Oh, wow. yeah. We I actually, that one. I was about to say we told him not to shoot anymore, but he did make that one. Yes, I did. Actually, it was a, it was a nice looking shot. I've been uh, pretty cold. All right. That is number one. That is the Bruins and the Oilers money line. I am going to go ahead and say the Oilers take this one. I don't think the Bruins need a West Coast road trip right now. That's not the cure for what ails them. I like their effort against Dallas. I think this first one's going to be a bit of a uh, primer here, and I think the Oilers are very hot lately. They won eight straight home games, so give me the Oilers on the money line. Okay. Florida plus 10.5 against Alabama tonight. Bruins and Oilers over 6.5 goals, and the Oilers on the money line plus 5.17. That seems a little more rational than what we put out there last night. What are the odds if you fade all three? Yeah. (laughs) Good question. Listeners really want to know. I bet it might be better odds. I would bet based on on the way this went down. I would say there might be better odds. I have a plus 5.17 if you want to follow along. Bet roulette each and every night here on Jones and Mega with Arkin. If you fade all three picks, uh, plus 601. Hey. Wow. You can actually get a little <laughs> a little boosted odds. Bruins, just by, money line the under. Just by man listening to us. Wow. I mean, we should start tracking that. Uh, Keith and Fitzy, come your way, 6 o'clock. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 2. Have a great night, everybody. That'll be right here on WEI. That's the pumpkin market. I don't know this song. And the card inside would say, Thank you for being a friend. Did you also grow up thinking Iceland was like pretty evil? Yeah, because of that movie. Exactly. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLV.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.